This is uh, Alex, Alex Workman speaking. I'm here with uh, Ron. Besides uh, a fireside, we have a fireside chat. And um, we are going to talk a bit about the seven guiding principles of insights and data. Interesting topic, Ron. Absolutely. It? Let me put the fire a little bit higher. So, uh, because, you know, it's already autumn almost over here. So it's getting a bit colder. So the fireside is a nice place to discuss these seven principles of insights and data. Yeah, you know... Um, why are these important? These are important because they are the, the the cornerstones of our guidance we give to our clients on their journey towards becoming an insight-driven enterprise, isn't it? It's, it's a real uh, an important part of our vision. It's important to realize that it's a journey with many different dimensions. It's an end-to-end -end journey. It's a one that has a lot of ups and maybe also a few downs. And, and we believe it's a very rewarding journey to make. Uh, and we have found out that uh, there's a set of principles when applied to that journey will definitely uh, increase uh, the chances of, uh, of success becoming a, a true insight-driven enterprise. So, so let's have a, uh, I would say, Alex, let's have a quick look at these uh, seven insights. Yeah, let's take them one by one. Uh, and the first one is called uh, Embark on the Journey to Insights with your business and technology context. What are the highlights of that uh, principle? I think it's very important to realize nowadays that if we, if we understand that data and, and from it insights are at the heart of digital transformation, uh, we need to make sure that, that both business and technology sites in a company realize this and actually have put data and insights at the very core of their digital strategy if they already have a digital strategy. So, so that's what we found. Uh, if, if data is becoming so crucial for the success of an enterprise, you need to make sure that, first of all, business actually embraces this insight-driven journey rather than, than just you know, allow it, but actually be the driver of that journey. So that's, first of all, a, a very important one. Uh, secondly, you need to understand your context because uh, if you don't know where you're going, uh, if you don't know where you are, uh, the journey is bound to be uh, maybe interesting, but definitely not very effective. So, so this first principle, embark on the journey to insights within your business and technology context, is an absolutely crucial one to have a, a successful journey. So, so the, the second uh, principle, Alex, uh, why don't you tell a little bit more about uh, enabling the data landscape for the, for the flood coming from connected people and things? All right. Yeah, the flood is coming indeed, right? There is an enormous amount of data. The amount of data that is available to organizations is actually really exploding. That's what we say, the, the flood coming from connected people and things. And how about your current da data landscape? Is it capable to actually handle this flood? Well, and most of our clients, the answer will be no. Um, their current data landscape is not capable of storing all that data or analyzing it. And, and their current data landscape is uh, probably uh, siloed. They mm -hmm. have fragmentation, they have duplications, they yeah. have problems with the data quality. So they need to revamp and rethink their data landscape in order to prepare for this, let's say, beautiful uh, possibilities that come from the flood of the data. And there's, of course, a next generation of technologies that actually enable you to do that, right? And it's not only Hadoop, it's not only NoSQL, it's not only in-memory analytics. Uh, there's a lot of 
different next generation technologies that actually enable you to make that next step, right, in your in your data landscape. And that's, exactly. That's a fascinating. Uh, so fascinating architecture is an important point here, right? Uh, yes. And and it is also advice. It's advice and architect on how then are you going to change this landscape. But it is of course also uh, considering the implementation of any of those uh, modern big data solutions. Definitely. So the third one is on um, on governance, master governance, security, and privacy of your data assets. What about that, Ron? It's it's definitely, of course, a holy grail that many organizations have been uh, following for for many years. We do believe that if data and insights become such a crucial uh, part of your enterprise strategy, you need to have an organizational governance and organizational model, and maybe also a level of industrialization that really mirrors. Uh, that ambition. So, so, so we believe uh, also because of certain new technologies, but definitely also new ways of working. We we believe that there is a, a blueprint of what good looks like in terms of a, a highly um, effective, uh, high performance type of uh, insights uh, driven organization that that actually supplies the business with everything they need. Uh, so, so we and, and also of course making sure that it's not only properly governed, but also that its uh, that privacy is uh, secured. And of course, also in terms of cybersecurity, that that uh, the data is safe. And one of the solutions in this area, then probably run is our next gen business insight service center yeah the, the business insight service center i'm sure we'll find another podcast to dive deeper into that but it's actually uh, a, a really well established uh, well thought out blueprint of what good looks like in terms of what does a in, an insight driven operation really look like in all of its different dimensions so a, a very crucial topic to have an organization that reflects um, the, the, the ambitions of the company towards becoming insight driven so, so there's a fourth area which, which we found in practice uh, is a, a key one, even for organizations that are very well established uh, on their journey towards becoming insight-driven. Uh, we think that having a true enterprise-level, if you like, data science culture is, is a crucial success factor, Alex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the cultural aspect, right? Indeed, the fourth guiding principle. And in fact, when discussing this with clients, um, they always trigger on this one. It is the least technology one, but it is, uh, let's say, often raising the eyebrows and they ask deeper about this principle. What is this about, the cultural thing, right? Well, suppose that you have uh, the ideal data landscape and, and beautiful analytics capabilities on top of that, and you are able to provide fantastic insights uh, at the point of actions for your managers. Are they then doing it? Or will they use that? Yeah. And probably not. It's not that and easy. it's not only ableness, it's also willingness. Yeah. That's the essence of culture. Are they willing? What are their beliefs? Do they believe in the data? Do they believe that they can take better decisions based on the insights that they now get presented uh, easily? But um, what is their conviction about using those insights? Exactly, because in the end it's a very emotional decision, right? Could I actually leave this to the computer to say yes or no? And, and if I do that, um, why do I trust? Why do I trust that system to do that for me? It's, it's a cultural thing and, and uh, we found that it's one of the most you know, crucial success factors in this, in this journey. Yeah. So the next one, the fifth one, uh, is called Unleash Data and Insights as a Service. So this is the as a service, the platform play. What about that role? Well, um, I, I believe in the end uh, many companies uh, seem to, uh, to focus a little bit uh, too much on, uh, on let's say, what, what is needed in terms of infrastructure underneath. 
and, and setting up all sorts of new technologies and integrating all sorts of different data sources through advanced technologies as well. But actually, if you think about it, in the end, what you want to supply is a set of insights that the business can directly inject in whatever business objective they have. And you want to supply that as a service. And this is much driven, of course, also from the cloud philosophy, in which you're saying we realize there's a lot of complexity underneath. It's hidden in the cloud, hence it's a cloud. You don't see what's inside. And, and in the end, you simply have created a platform that will deliver whatever insight the business needs for their digital objectives. Which it means will that be delivered as a service. As I, I, as a client, I would not own the, let's say, the lower layers of the stack. I would not own the infrastructure. Yeah, I would, I would not be own the data, yeah. I the, the, the data storage. I, I would not own even maybe the analysis, analysis layer. I would purchase the... Yeah. inside uh, from I want, this platform. I want to have a catalog of uh, useful, uh, high-value uh, insights that I can simply insert in my business whenever I want. And I trust to my platform provider, whether it's the internal IT department, the chief data officer, or maybe even an external party to supply it to me, and that's all I want to be bothered with. I got it. It's, uh, it's a beautiful vision. So, so uh, And I would pay per insight that yeah, I use. Pay per insight. Right. Yeah, all that's right. a, a very it. good one, a pay per insights. So that, that, that drives us a little bit, of course, to if you have these insights, and then, of course, the question is, how much value do these insights actually deliver to the company? Now, Alex, you being uh, also our chief value officer, uh, how do you look at, at this uh, very hot topic? It's a good point. Make insights-driven value a crucial business KPI yeah. is the name of that uh, principle. And, and indeed, attention to value is important. Uh, if we create beautiful insights, but in the end, we, we only consider them beautiful, but they do not actually create value for our clients, then it does not make sense. And like every mm -hmm. service that we provide to our clients, we have to ensure that it makes sense, that the clients create the kind of value. If they want to create economic value, then our insight should help them to do that. So there are two aspects of that. One is let's make sure that the, the insights that we give, the KPIs, etc., that we produce, that they actually are geared towards value creation so that they are solid value drivers. Yeah. And the second one is we should also value the, the insight itself. So yeah. we should we should perform insights on insights, right? We should create a, a dashboard that shows how good our <laughs> analytics, our d insights and data solution actually create value. So we don't want to overcomplicate things over here. But indeed, if we have the insights on insights so that we have a real-time dashboard of what value actually are, is being produced by insights, we're making a very significant step forward, right? Exactly. So the last principle, number seven, empower your people with insights at the point of action. Here is where it all comes together, isn't it? Exactly, because if, if you empower your people within the organization with insights that they can actually integrate at their very point of action, whatever action they are involved in, you start to realize that insight is no longer something separate. It's actually have become an integral part, a, a almost in, in, in sort of a fusion, it become an integral part of whatever business action you're involved in. We think that's the final play. Uh, if you've gone through these seven um, uh, principles, if you actually are able to deliver insights, not only as separate insights, but also being part of, uh, of, of the actions you're taking within your daily job, then, then you actually uh, de facto have become an insight-driven enterprise and, and the circle is, uh, is full. Exactly. Um, and, and as we believe that 
in the future insights will drive competitiveness rather than process as it is in the past. Uh, this is indeed the end point, right? Absolutely. So, so by the way, combining these two things is, of course, a crucial thing. So you have your insights. If you combine them with smart process technology, you're not only becoming more insightful, you also, as a company, are becoming more agile and responsive. And, and these two things combined actually make the difference. And, and, and the way I see it actually define what an insight-driven enterprise is. So this is, uh, is the end of our first little cozy fireside chat. We've already warmed up a little bit over here. It was a bit cold at the beginning, but the fire is already warming us. Hopefully our insights, uh, our seven um, principles have also warmed your heart a little bit, but also um, um, have, have been whetting your appetite a little bit for more. And rest assured that in uh, next uh, episodes of this podcast, we'll certainly come back uh, to the finer details of each of these seven principles. For now, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to uh, meet you soon uh, through another podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.